Well, welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio ZSL Podcast, man. I'm your host, as always, uh, Arsenio. And today we're going to be talking about relationship building. All oh, this is going to be so, so good. So many different colonations, so many different things in terms of seeing if you are an effective networker. If you are a person who practices avoidance rather than just kind of diving in and just, you know, bite the bullet and saying, okay, well, if things do go sour, who cares? But my intent is in the right place, right? So first and foremost, I have a question for you. Have you ever worked with someone you do not like? Have you ever worked with someone that you do not like? Now, again, I'm very grateful because there's only one teacher I have a tendency of avoiding because he's just ridiculously weird and he jumps into the middle of a conversation and without even saying hello or this or that so I just practice avoidance with him now the last time I used to work with someone who I did not like was probably before COVID and this was just a staff but I just kept my distance I just kept my distance there was one girl who was very bossy it was crazy when I tried, you know, working at other tutorial centers at the time before I ended up just launching my full online uh, teach English teaching business. And while I was obviously working with her, you know, there are times that we had gotten in big arguments. Arguments. I erupted. I used to walk out. Hadn't spoken to her in nine months. She was rude. She was passive. She would literally just tell all the language, uh, the other tutorial centers, the different branches that I was not available. I only worked at that one. Yet she literally gave all the work to, and I hate to always mention it, but it is a fact, the white teachers. And she never gave me anything. And this is the type of ignorance that I had to deal with. I'm so grateful because this last year in March, she finally left uh, as well as another girl. Or no, she probably left at the end of 2020. I can't, totally can't remember. Uh, it had to be February, January. I have no idea. But there was another girl who I still keep in contact with, Fern who I'm very happy that she ended up leaving too, because I should not be the person where I say, hey, I am taking leave Saturday and you have no authority to question me. I'm taking leave and that's the end of it. Don't say why. I remember one time with that specific one that who I always used to get into those altercations with. She said, well, I'm taking note. You, you, you've taken off so many Saturdays. And I said, I'm going to continue taking them off. And that was probably around the end of June in 2019, four years ago. And the reason why I actually said that at that specific moment is because June 2019 and before that, probably between January and May, she gave all the work to the other teachers and I had nothing. I was literally just waiting for money. It was, it was obviously that was the mindset that I had four years ago, rather than the creator mindset and the impact that I actually have on individuals today. But boy, finally, after she had gotten, you know, she had left, I was like, man, it feels so good to just say, uh, I'm canceling for two days. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Goodbye. That's the end of it. So with that being said, some of you aren't able to have people who just quit or this or that. I hear these stories all the time. Uh, you know, even at the place that I actually teach English at, you know, they have a staff who's not going to be returning. She just has a really bad attitude. Uh, and the first time I saw her, I still remember, and this is a very tie, especially, and I hate to say a white skin complexion tie type of thing where they see someone who's just a little bit uh, darker than them. They look down on them by looking up, looking at them from head to toe. And they are very slow to act on anything that they say because they're like, well, you know, because I possess a skin tone, you need to bow down to me. That's kind of like a tie mindset. And that's what I've seen for a long time. 
And so when she did that and she stood over and she just said, contact marketing, contact marketing. I'll walk the fuck out. I said, uh, I am not coming back. And it was funny because she ended up having a big problem. She ended up, I don't know if it was quitting or she got fired, but she was trash because she was totally not like anyone else in that specific business. So, hey, these are the different things, you know, but you have to in business. You know, I'm going to ask you a few other questions. Have you ever felt an instant report with someone you've only just met? And in business, obviously, in personal life and stuff like that, it had, you know, uh, back when I was living in Bangkok, which was literally just a month ago, uh, or, you know, before COVID, especially, there are times that I hit it off with individuals uh, you know, on a personal level in terms of like, you know, being at the gym and stuff like that and exchanging information. But when it came to business, I've never hit off with someone where I'm like, you know what, contact me anytime, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, maybe when I was on an airplane coming back from Dalai Vietnam in September 2019, four years ago, and I met this guy and I ended up exchanging business cards with him. A couple of other Vietnamese who I had sat next to on the airplane coming back to Bangkok, I thought that was unbelievable, unbelievably remarkable because that normally never happens uh, in Asia. People and strangers, they don't speak to one another. That only happens in America. So again, you know, it doesn't happen too often because obviously I'm not very engaging in regards to, you know, uh, like for example, last year or two years ago when I finally accepted, and it's crazy, it's already been two years, geez. When I accepted the job to teach at this specific place and, you know, I met different people, there were some people who I did not hit up, hit it off with. There were some people who I just did not like. There were some people who I was very, very annoyed about, or, you know, I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to keep my distance. I'm not going to say anything. This happened, that happened. There was a company that I was working at in the CBD area. And again, Japanese owner, great guy, but his staff, Oh, my God. Like, it's so funny how they used not learning. Oh, we don't understand what he says as an excuse when I would come in and say, hello, everyone. And everyone looked at me and looked back at their monitors. No, you're just fucking assholes. You know what I mean? And then I had to ask myself a question. I'm like, listen, you had the biggest success in your online business, period, this year. So why are you still trying to put your foot into a market that you've been in for literally coming up in May, 10 years? Like, what is the point? And so I remember one day I walked in and something told me, Arsenia, get the hell out of here. You probably heard this story. I said, Arsenia, you get your black, you get your brown cappuccino latte, have an ass up and you walk the hell up out of here because this is a bunch of bullshit. And I so did. And guess what? That job, that company, who I, you know, basically associated myself with uh, for a while. I literally just blocked all their contact. I threw their email in the block sender and I said, you know what? I'm permanently unavailable to a market that is just not mine. This is a market for other people. It's not, well, maybe it's based on skin complexion. Personally, I can give a fuck because I've been living here for literally 10 years and I'm just way past that. I'm building something that's far bigger and has a much greater impact. So again, I met people who I had instant report, but again, this is more than what, more than three years ago. And to be honest with you, do I still connect and speak to any of those people? Well, I can't even remember a lot of these people from the top of my head. So here we go. Another question. 
Have you ever taken an immediate dislike to someone you've just been introduced to? Normally, I always open things open-mindedly 1,000%. I know in Thailand, we have something called a manupa, manuplu. These are basically grumpy old people. The people who just hate life, hate everyone. They live based on their values and their past culture and bullshit like that. And then they expect you to live in the same bullshit that they lived in. You know, based <laughs> segregation, obviously America or you know, but color people being very low down here and the white ties being high up here. They, they want you to have that mindset to stay in that box with that label right across your forehead. Um, again, I felt bad energy. Uh, my intuition is phenomenal. So when someone has very bad energy, I feel it. And again, going back to that business that I went to a very long time, well, not a very long time ago, about two years ago. Uh, no, not two years ago, last September, I walked in, I remember sitting in the you know, in the staff room and no one turned around my first day. They were trying to set everything up via the TV. And I'm just like, is anyone gonna say hello and introduce themselves? And again, no, they weren't just like ABC. No, they spoke English. They just, I'm just like, you know what? You guys are giving me a very unwelcoming vibe. And I highly doubt I'm going to be able to finish this project. I could have just bowed out that first day and bit the bullet, considering that everything was just so going so amazingly well, especially in September. Uh, but I decided not to, you know. Uh, I've had very weird vibes with uh, students. I remember there were a couple of very, very rich students that I ended up meeting. Again, I'm guessing they had multiple gray businesses because there's no way. Oh, yeah, I'm marketing. And you live in a house that where the interior is just all gold. And, you know, no offense. You know, I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know. You know, even if you do a couple of fitness things online, I'm still not believing it. You guys do some shady ass shit here. But again, I just gave them the benefit of the doubt. Good folks. But at the same time, it wasn't really fulfilling work. So, again, me, if I feel a type of energy, I get away from those types of people. If someone looks at me in a particular way, and this happens a lot, or happened a lot, doesn't happen anymore because I just don't. Those types of projects, they got to pay me a, quite a bit for. All right. There's no way I'm just going to allow you to put me in a box and say, oh, we're only paying this much. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. I am definitely not accepting that. No fucking way. No way. This is not 2015. Goodbye. You can find someone else that is willing to give you that amount of, or I'm sorry, to, willing to accept that amount. Um, But at the same time, you know, those types of people are the ones that I would feel, you know, and have that dislike, you know, you know, going back to teaching online and having, you know, the types of students that I did, uh, same from that company that I taught at two years ago at the beginning of last year, you know, uh, there were a lot of students who sat there rudely, never spoke, had an attitude, this happened, that happened. I'm like, why the fuck are you even here? But at the same time, I had to ask myself, Arsenio, is this even fulfilling work for you? And the last question, have you ever misjudge someone by taking too much notice on the way they looked or sounded? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've caught myself a number of times and said, oh man, that lady is a, man, she's a total bitch. And the next, you know, I spoke to her, I was like, damn, I, ooh, man, I misjudged her completely. And it's really funny, you know, uh, I would have to say, let's say a neighbor, right? 
And the first time I asked her a question was about like sprinklers and she was like very nice about it. And she has like this, these flowers outside her home and it's like a joined home with another big family, you know, and two homes joined together. Uh, but to be honest with you, she's actually a total bitch, you know, based on, you know, the way she sounds, the way she always has her back turns towards people, uh, you know, the dirty looks that she always gives. And I've never spoken to her again. And I'm just like that. Well, I guess that's one less person I have to speak to, you know. And so, again, sometimes my intuition, boy, I'm telling you, in Thailand, I listen to it. And some, and more often than not, if I walk into a place and they just look at me or they give me shit service, I'm walking right out. And have I ever judged a place where they're just like, oh, no, we're so sorry. That happens. But to be honest with you, I do not give them the benefit of the doubt. I just say, you know what? You guys don't deserve my money. Based on how everything is around here, this is garbage. I'm walking out of here. And so, hey, I'm, again, this is all relationship building. So let's talk a little bit about relationship building. Here we go. Let's say you meet a group of business people for the first time. Do you look them in the eye and smile and say hello? Now, if these are people I have to communicate with, absolutely. If these are just random people, I always give a nod. Right. I always say hello. Sometimes I kind of avoid making eye contact. Uh, this is probably outside business. When I go through a stroll with my bicycle through the neighborhood, I never look at old people because the energy is really nasty and their faces. It makes me want to. If you look at someone the way they look at me in America, people will immediately stop and say, excuse me, is there a problem? Because those are the types of dirty looks that I get. And Again, this could be based on this, that, this, that. Don't give a damn. It's based on their own internal issues. So keep that with you. I am not going to speak to anyone in this goddamn neighborhood. And y'all can all kiss my ass. Thank God I didn't end up starting my little tutorial business within this neighborhood because that would have been absolute chaos. So I just mind my own business. I really do. I don't care. My Sometimes my... uh um. My fiance, she says, oh, did you see those two people look that and that? I said, I'm, I'm sorry. I, when I'm with you, I look at no one. I look at no one. And again, I hate to say this, but anyone over 45 in this country, I do not look at them whatsoever, whatsoever. Unless you speak to me, which is unbelievably rare, and you better be quick and you better be nice. Because if you say something and it ain't good, it's going to get ugly. You know, just recently, I kind of lost my cool. And I know as a coach, sometimes we do this, but rich people in this country who drive Porsche, BMW, all this stuff, they feel like that they could do whatever they want and just hold up traffic unnecessarily. So I was the first one to get out of the car and I walked over there and this, I don't know what it was, an Audi was just sitting there unnecessarily for no reason holding up traffic. And rich people in this country, they do this so often. I literally said, uh, God. And then, oh my God, see, and, and, and it's just not, and it's not the fact, it's not about egoism. It's not about anger. It's not about any of that. I just want you. And they probably didn't get the lesson, but I will talk to you regardless of that money, the money you have, the car you're driven in, I'm going to walk all up and down your ass. And you're not even going to expect it because you believe that you are up here and I'm here to hell with that. I'm going to put you in your place and I'm going to let your ego get slammed. 
And so I did. And to be honest with you, very uncharacteristic of me. And I felt a little bit bad because of my actions to the situation. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit unnecessarily at the bottom of a parking lot for no apparent reason. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you guys my life story. <laughs> Do you hover in the background and want to be introduced? Again, I'm a person of energy. I believe I will be introduced or things will happen and I will be introduced to the right people. And the last one, do you crack a joke to break the ice? Depends on the culture. Here in Thailand, I have a tendency of always cracking jokes by using their own little lingo. Like, you know, they don't say future, they say future, you know? And then, or I say a couple of Thai words, I'm like, oh, a lot of roti, meaning there's a lot of traffic. And that always breaks the ice because, oh, you poor out there. I'm like, oh, deep joy. I only speak a little Thai. And that normally always does the deal because I'm not just some, I don't know, black tux, black tie, whatever you want to call those people. Like, yeah, I come from home from this universal. I'm not that type of person. So next question. When you meet colleagues after work, do you go out and shop and catch up on the latest gossip? Me, not so much gossip, lots of informative stuff. And it doesn't happen too often, maybe twice a year with the Australian teacher I work with. Next, do you talk about work? Or do you talk about the boss or complain about the boss? That's another big one. Me, I never complain about someone who's actually doing me decency. You know, he gives me the visa work permit, that's it. I don't need your extra classes. I'm not gonna travel for these extra classes. and. To be honest with you, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm good. This isn't my market. I'm here for the visa work permit only. Thank you very much. That's the way I approach it. Uh, you know, and, and so again, with the boss, don't really give a damn how he runs things. As long as I got my visa work permit, that's all I really care about. Next, do you relax and let your hair down? Me, I have no hair. So again, it all depends. Relax and letting your hair down, meaning you just let it loose, cut loose, or do you still have that barrier in between one another? In the corporate world, there's always that barrier, right? And that's just a place that I would just never work. The next one, do you meet, or when you meet a fascinating person at a cocktail party, do you, do you stick to them like glue and ignore everyone else? Me, if that were to happen, the last thing that I went to, this had to be like 2008. I don't even know why I went to this thing. It was so, it, it was like February or March of 2008. And I was just talking to a bunch of random people. I remember a Filipino girl. I remember this tall black guy. Another, I don't know what it was. It was like some kind of gala convention. But to be honest with you, I got nothing from it. I don't even know why I went to it, to be honest with you. Maybe I just wanted to get outside my comfort zone or something like that. But anyways, um, stick to them. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't know. But if we have things in common and we start talking, do I have to go to anyone else? No, because I feel like, okay, I met this person based on our energy. Here I am. Let's go. You know, but again, if something does happen, I would go to someone else. Right? So it's up to you, though. Another question. Do you introduce yourself or do you slip someone else into the conversation and introduce them? You guys may have heard this in the previous season at the very, very beginning. This happens often. 
this happens very often when they feel like they are being intimidated by someone or if they feel like the conversation is going in the wrong direction. Do you feel obliged to go, okay, and mingle with other people? Like when you go to a cocktail party, do you feel like, oh, I need to talk to as many people as I as I want, just like what we had done in the previous, you know, lessons in terms of, oh, when I meet someone, I really don't close the deal, or I'm always going at things as a transactional way instead of going, you know, looking at it from how can I be of service to this individual, right? Next one, you're stuck with a very boring person at the conference. Uh, do you persevere in the hope that you hopefully will find something that's in common between the both of you? Or do you try to make some kind of excuse and get out of there? Or do you, I don't know, kind of just slide someone else into the conversation so that you can run away, kind of like an avoider? Now, again, me, I'm very good at this. Very, very good. I'm very good at saying, hey, you know what? I'll be right back. Just got to come over here and speak to this. Now, remember, I do this on a routine basis with one of the teachers I work with, right? And this guy's like, hey, so, you know, one of my students, and I'm just looking down, I'm looking down, I'm like, oh, great. And I start walking away. He kind of follows me. I'm like, okay, all right, great. Okay, thanks. Yep. And I, and I hurry up and close the door. There's another teacher by the name of Steve. This guy is funny as hell. He just walks away. I'm like, damn, this guy is the bomb. So again, it all depends on, you know, on how you get out of situations like that. All right. The last phase, you see someone you don't get on with, meaning you don't get along with that a function. What do you do? Now, remember, you see someone that you know. Do you look the other way and pretend you haven't seen them? Absolutely. I always do that. I'm like, oh my God, no. And I hurry up and look away. Uh, there was a, a student. This guy was one of the weirdest people I ever met five years ago. And I remember I saw him on the train and I'm like, dude, this looks just like him. And I remember from my peripheral vision, he just kept looking at me. So I, had, I hurried up and went all the way over here and I went another direction and did this. It looked like I was doing something. I'm like, because if he ended up speaking on the train, everyone would look and be like, what is going on here? I just did not have time for it. No, thank you. And so <laughs> I'm good. And so um, do you get over it and go over there and speak to them? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, do you give them a polite nod and keep your distance? Well, if I see them, if we make face eye contact, I'll go like that, give them a nod. Or, you know, just shake my head very quickly. You know, this is a teacher I used to work with about eight years ago. His name was Chris from the Netherlands. Biggest, oh my God, this guy, a stern face, complained about me because I laughed in class, Lord, next to his class because he's a serious asshole. And then he just, oh my God, he's always laughing. His students, they're always having fun. Oh, because that's what I do. I live, love, and laugh. I live, love, and matter. And my students and I, it's not about teaching and just being quiet and being an asshole freak. The last 200 years of traditional classroom said, it's not being this, do this, you're broke. That's not who I am. You could get the hell out of my face. Oh my God, the bizarre, the bizarre of a lot of people and the audacity of a lot of people. So anytime we made eye contact, sometimes I go like this, sometimes I just look away, just didn't really give a damn. He would come in and say a couple of things to me. I'm gonna keep the conversation short. I think that was about six years ago and then that was the end of it never really saw him again felt damn good doing that too and the last question you've introduced or you've been introduced to a client uh time is short do you cut the preliminaries to get straight to the point 
you know do you just say hey listen oh man oh uh, yeah uh, so let's you know, I don't know how to go with that conversation luckily I've never been introduced you know to someone in the heat like at that moment where I have to hurry up and adapt but what do you do do you get to know them a little bit before doing business absolutely that's what I do I uh, listen to what is it the company I worked for about two years ago um or just at the beginning of last year. And while I was actually, uh, you know, speaking to them, I was like, okay, so I talked to them. I said, okay, what do you do? What is it? What line of work you're in? Fantastic. Uh, your students or your, your company employees, what are they looking for? What are they after? What are the goals? What are this, that, you know, just a lot of buildup in report before I end up mentioning anything. I never mentioned price until the end, because if you mention price at the beginning, they look at the relationship as transactional and just about any other relationship is always transactional. You never want to approach it that way. There was a guy on LinkedIn. This is when I used to do all that podcast stuff about five years ago with other people. And I think he ended up saying to me, um, I said, oh, I really like your video. This is that would love to do a podcast with you. He sent me a message telling me, of course, I blocked him. I said, oh my goodness. And again, based on you, based on what you do, I'm not knocking the hustle, but I just watched one of your videos and now you're trying to sell me something? Oh, it was pathetic. Anyways, do you exchange business cards and say that you will get back to the note? I always build rapport. Now, if I'm sincerely repressed with time, then I'll have to figure something out. But nonetheless, I'd be like, you know what? I have to run, but... I would love for you to get in touch with me by email if you can. I hate to cut this conversation short. Something very good, very emphatic, showing that you do really appreciate their, you know, the connection between both you and them, but to also like, give me a shout later on. So oh, that was a lot, a lot, a lot of blah, 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 blah. We are going to talk about so many other things and listen to so many other things coming up in next week's a Tuesday's edition of the Business English Podcast. And until then, enjoy the coaching session coming up this Saturday. See you soon. Over and out.